I'm here with Dave Waite. Oh, you just started? We're just, yeah. I mean, well, you know, if you want, we can count down and start over. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> okay. I wanted to catch you off guard. Do you do, is there like an intro that you do before this? Um, I have intro music. All right. It sounds like a haunted house. It's in space. You're not, you don't do like a Mark Marin recap? No, I kind I do like an outro sometimes. And then sometimes I'm just like, fuck it, intro music, interview, outro music. Cause All right. All right. it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Uh, the podcast? Yeah, man. To just like, cause to set up all the equipment that I have and then be like, I'm going to, it's just, you know, sometimes... Sometimes I get blasé about my intros and outros. All right. Um, so you are a Scorpio. Oh, man, that's right. <laughs> but we won't get too astrological. <laughs> oh, you save that for the end? Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I just Do you have a segment that's like, what's your sign? And then it's like, boo doop boo boo We can. <laughs> what's, what's your sign, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Is that, well, you you already said it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't know if that was like a segment on your show, the sign, the, the stars. I have like a lab episode where I go over what each, like the logistics of what each sign means. So yeah. like you're like, you're just like a representation of a Scorpio. So you don't really have to worry about it too much. Oh, uh, okay. But you're a special Scorpio because you have the same birthday as me. That's true. I, my dick got so hard when I heard that. Well, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've never met anyone with my same birthday before. I have. You have? Yeah, there was a comedian in Cincinnati named uh, Sally Brooks who, she moved to New York City, but she has the exact same birthday on the same year. Oh. Yeah, yeah. One time they were doing a show in Cincinnati called Underbelly, which Ryan Singer does out here now. Mm-hmm. But it started in Cincinnati, where comedians do everything but stand-up comedy. And it was my birthday. It just happened to fall on the day of the show. And uh, at the end, they were like, everybody was singing happy birthday to me. I, you know, they're all like, ha-. <laughs> and then they were like, to Sally, instead of me. That's what they all said at the end. <laughs> oh, shit. So they were like, happy birthday, Sally Brooks. And I was like, oh, not me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't there. She was uh, <laughs> She was not there. She was in Hungary, uh, the country. Uh, she sounds fascinating, by the way. Yeah, yeah, she's a funny lady. She had, she had like a viral hit before like viral hits were like a thing. Oh. Yeah, she had this thing called the Suburban Housewife. It was like a, she dressed up like a suburban housewife and did this rap about drinking wine and taking oxycontin and stuff, and it like exploded like on the internet before like. This is almost like 10 years ago now. Okay. Eight or nine years ago. It was like before like people really like became like YouTube stars. So she had like a huge, you know, it had like a half a million views at the time, which was huge. And like, you know, I think she had, you know, she did like some show, like she hit up like mom groups and like went and did shows because of it and stuff. That's genius to yeah. hit up the mom groups. Yeah. Okay. So were you on the Underbelly show? Yeah, sometimes. I was never, I didn't do it that much because I was like traveling so much as a road comedian. So I I didn't have time to like prepare like the way the guys that lived in town, they would like write sketches. It was a lot more sketch heavy when it was in Cincinnati. 
Okay, yeah, because it's just like a talent show, right? It's just like, it's, yeah, you said it's comedians doing anything but comedy, right? Yeah, so sometimes people have PowerPoints or they do a character or they sing a song or, right. you know, mm-hmm. it's just weird shit. Um, what was your weird thing that you did or a notable weird thing that you did? On that show? Yeah. Uh, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if I ever did anything of note on that show. <laughs> Okay. And when I moved to New York, my roommates ran a New York version of it for a couple years. You used to live in New York? Yeah, I lived there for a couple years. When? 2010 to 12. Okay. Not as many witches in New York as L.A. L.A. witch heavy. Really? Ah, yeah, buddy. You noticed an an insurgence of witches here? Ah, yeah. What do you think about the witches? Uh, Well, I understand, like, you know, I understand why... I understand, like, the uh, cultural significance of, you know, uh, women that were called witches, you know, like the Salem witch trials and all that sort of stuff, you know, that, you know, outspoken women, you know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, then all the, you know, I think people are way more new agey in California. Yeah. There are a lot of witches in New York, though, but I think it might just be the, like, the people that I socialize and network with. That's probably why. Yeah, you're a witch. You're hanging out with other witches. <laughs> we just like we find each other and we grow together like mold. So. But yeah, in New York, there's less. You know, people aren't buying crystals the way they are in L.A. You know, if you open a crystal store in New York, it wouldn't. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be a guaranteed money maker. Is it? you know. There goes my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna offer you a job. What? At the crystal store. Hey, it's a rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like to call them witch rocks because I think it sounds dumb to be like, oh, I think it sounds kind of douchey to be like, look at all my crystals. Right. I mean, you know, I I think there's a, you know, placebo effect. If you, yeah. If you're like, this rock does this, and then people are like, ooh, you know. Right, yeah. No, I think that it could be placebo effect too. I mean, that's not the only theory I have, you know, and also I don't really care. I like it. But. You're just like. You think it's fun? I think, well, no, I think it's fun and it works, but I don't know if it's placebo or if it's like um, crazy, like spooky energy. I think it's a little bit of both. Right. I mean, when I first got to LA, my first girlfriend, I, I call her my starter California girlfriend because she was, she was like new agey. She was a spiritual healer and like had a one woman show. And like, it was just like almost every. Stereotypical LA thing you would think of as somebody being from like Kentucky to be like an LA girl, you know. <laughs> she, she had, you know, she, yeah, she like healed people or whatever spiritually. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I the first time we talked on the phone, I was like, I, I, I don't believe in any of that magic bullshit. That's why I told her. And but <laughs> I think we got along because there was the yin and the yang. Okay, I don't believe in any of that bullshit, but we got along because of yin and yang. Well, because of, you know, the the opposite. Right. No, I know. I wanted to um, bust your balls a little bit. Right. Well, mm-hmm. just that, you know, even she was like, she's like, you're like a dude. She's like, she had been like dating like new age type guy or spiritual or like guys that were like real in touch with their feelings. And I was more of like, just kind of like a gruff sort of guy that was a change of pace for her that... Yeah, I actually, in anticipation for this interview, I was like, I'm going to turn it off today. Like, I'm going to not, I'm not going to wear my crystals. I backed down at the last minute and, like, threw some in my bra, which is where they live. But <laughs> I also, like, 
I went almost the entire day with like not doing any of my spiritual shit, not listening to the voices in my head, which some people could call schizophrenia. I call it being psychic, you know, whatevs. <laughs> but um, then I ended up watching like an hour of conspiracy theory stuff on Gaia. Okay, I don't even know what that is. It's <laughs> you don't need to know. It's it's like um, a time waster for people like me. What's Gaia? It's it's like a website that. It's like Netflix for conspiracy theories and like yoga classes and metaphysics. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's like a Netflix nightmare, like tornado for weirdos. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, it's like people are like, they're like, I don't want anything to do with organized religion. And then, you know, people need something to fill their God hole. So they're like, mm-hmm. I'm crystals or I'm. There's an energy, and it's like it, you know. It's like if you, for me, it's like if you don't believe in the one thing, how how am I supposed to believe in the other thing? You know. Yeah, I believe in all the things. I just think you pick and choose. You know, like whatever works for you works for you. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but it doesn't mean I have to believe it. Yeah, or, or tolerate. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like intolerant, but I mean, in a sense of like in a conversation, I'm like. It's like, yeah, you know, when I'm sure, I don't know, if guys talk sports to you, you probably, I'm not trying to presume that you don't like sports, but maybe you do or don't. I don't know. If it's World Cup, I can usually get down. Right. So you like soccer? I like World Cup. Just that? Just World Cup. Because I'm allowed to hate Italians for no reason. All right. Did they wrong you? No, I just like some. I just during World Cup, I think it's fun to hate Italians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no personal reasons. No, not really. Right. I, yeah, <laughs> just for funsies. Well, I, you know, you I, gotta get the hate out sometimes. For me, it's once every four years. <laughs> and Italians take the heat. But you know, if somebody talked sport, you know, if they just talked to you about anything that you didn't have any interest in. Yeah. What was so? Did she ever? Did your girlfriend ever try and do any of her like healing stuff with you or on you? Well, she, uh, she did do like, she did have this thing called a healing mat. Ooh. And it looked like an iPad cover, except a lot longer. Okay. And you put it on the. And no, it was called a grounding mat. I'm sorry, not a healing mat. Okay. It was called a grounding mat, and it was. It looked like an iPad cover. That's what it looked like. But it was long. And you plugged it in the wall, and then you were you stand on it, and it's supposed to ground you to earth, whatever the fuck that means. Okay. I feel like you could just do that on your own, just with your feet. Maybe you take your shoes off and stand on the grass, right? <laughs> you know, I was like, all right. But you got to add some pageantry to, like, your um, your healing methods, I guess. And then another time she like, I, I was had this was after we broke up, but I was having issues with another girl that I had broken up with, and I was just getting a lot of negative uh, energy from. And she, <laughs> she, I don't know, cast, not you know, try to like release the negative energy. <laughs> Got it. Did it work? Did you notice a difference? No, it was just nice that... That someone else stepped into care. 
Yeah, and you know I, that there was somebody that I dated that didn't hate me. You know <laughs> what I mean? And then we, you know, there, I think it was more about that that I was like able to have an adult discussion with somebody that uh, you know I'd been intimate with and uh, dated. Mm-hmm. We dated like two different times. Oh, double trouble. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think it was more about just reassuring me that I wasn't some sort of you know that I wasn't a terrible person or something like that yeah sometimes you need other people to reassure you of that yeah and you know I think you know it's you know especially when somebody knows you in a you know a way like that that you're like well they this person has an insight into me that my friends do not yeah you know what I mean? yeah because it is a different different aspect of someone Right, you know, yeah. when you date somebody, you show them a different side. And then, you know. Yeah, like your dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, one of the things about Scorpios is that they're super obsessive. Uh, I mean, I can see that. You know. What do you What do you get obsessed about? What are your weird obsessions? Well, I mean, I think you know anybody that's comedy has to be obsessive to a point because. You know, otherwise you wouldn't do this job, right? You have mm. to be obsessed with it in a sense. Yeah, that's true. You know, and then I'll obsess about sets or where my career's going or like, what is, uh, you know, is this fucking pointless? And, you know, I just, you know, will ruminate. And then I'll ruminate over like past relationships and all sorts of stuff like that. And Yeah, the career obsession part is fucking scary. The... That's not my favorite part. Of what? Of comedy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just have a lot of, you know, you're we're like people that are in our heads a lot. Uh, I mean, not all comedians, but I would say the majority of them are because you're like, an, you're all your brain's like analyzing and being creative, and so you live in your head. Yeah. I remember, because we, I mean, we've hung out not really, we haven't really hung out that much, but I, when I first moved to LA, you, you invited me to one of your shows, and then, like, I was, like, back, like, in the backstage area, and I was, like, kind of overwhelmed anyway, because I had just moved here, yeah, yeah. and then there was, like, all the comedians were, like, talking about comedians that weren't there, and, like, psychoanalyzing them, and I was, like, no, like, I can't, and then, like, <laughs> Um, we all came back here and I was like such a quiet weirdo cause I was just like shut down. Like, <laughs> well, that's what I recommend to young and new comedians is that you should just shut the fuck up for the first couple of years until people yeah. get used to you being around. That's, <laughs> and I, and that's not, you know, I, I mean that, you know, across genders and it's not like you should not, you know, I, I, <laughs> I'm glad you're overcorrecting. I wasn't going to take this to a sexism place at all. <laughs> you know, but I would tell the young guys in Cincinnati, I was like, you know, the fact that, you know, we're letting you hang is a good sign, you know. Mm. Right? But, I, you know, and then sometimes they, you know, like a new person would start hanging and like talking a bunch. I'd be like, oh, come on. Nobody wants to hear you. You know, right, right, you right, don't right. know what the fuck you're doing yet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you're new. Yeah. And they'll be like, new guy. I I called a bunch of people new guy. Uh, <laughs> I think there was one person I gave him a different nickname. And then there was like, he was like, and I still kept this calling this other guy new guy. And he was like, well, why, why, why am I still the new guy? That guy's the new guy. And I was like, you're whatever. I, 
<laughs> the whatever guy. Yeah, I can't. You know, I'm like a nickname guy. I like giving out nicknames to people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's your uh, nickname for me? The witch. That's what I figured. I figured. <laughs> I like it. I will totally be the witch. I'll totally be the witch. Do you have a nickname? Nah, I keep it off the books. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have one. I okay. just. I don't know, man. You just keep it off the books. You can tell me later. I just keep. I mean, I just keep. I'm like aggressive against nicknames for myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have always a barrage of nicknames for people. Okay. I had a really weird dream the other About me? Yeah, yeah. It was well, it was about you and then um Lou Moon was there in it as well. Who? He's from Phoenix. He's a comedian. Lou Moon? Lou Moon. Yeah. And it was like He's a, have I met this person? Yeah, uh, I actually <laughs> Okay. Oh, I probably know him, and now I feel guilty. Though. No, don't feel guilty, because the thing is, like, I forget people's names all the fucking time, right. because I'm always meeting people through, like, giving readings, and, right. like, and comedy, too. You meet people all the time. You can't remember everyone's name. Yeah, yeah. But I, you have met him. I remember at Big Pine, he introduced himself to you, and, like, you're, like, you both were just, like, awkwardly, like, hello, and I was just standing in between you guys, just, like basking and how awkward you both felt. I don't know why I was enjoying it so much. I know people say I'm awkward, but I don't feel that way. You're not awkward, I don't think. I feel like most of my interactions with you have felt awkward, but it's like, I can't tell if I'm the awkward one or if you're the awkward one. But in the dream, it was like some it was like some comedy, like weird festival shit, and it was like in a field, and every like people were going up and, like, there would be a crowd. So, like, you had done a set. Lou had done a set. And then, like, I, like, had the mic. And then, like, the crowd and the people started, like, moving around. And, like, I was telling, like, doing my set or whatever. And I could hear people laughing, like, in different parts of the field. And then you were just, like, over here. And I just keep going. And I was, like, what is happening? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when people start telling you their dreams, it's hard not to just daydream yourself. <laughs> what was your daydream? Well, you were talking about that. Yeah, I was like, why is she telling me about this dream? <laughs> I tell everyone about like if if you if someone makes an appearance in my dream, I feel it like it's like a compulsion. I have to tell them. People don't always like it. I mean, if somebody has, like, a sex dream about me, then I'm curious. But otherwise, <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> okay. If that happens, I'll let you know, man. <laughs> I don't know. One of my ex-girlfriends texted me the other day. She's like, I had a sex dream about you. It was dumb. I was like, well, all right. <laughs> she didn't elaborate. Just had a dumb sex dream about you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool story. I was like, all right. I don't know why you. T- I was like, do you want to hook up? And she's like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Your well, subconscious says otherwise. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> <you know. laughs> she Tight. was like, we're getting along good now, and I'm like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's the parameter. Not hooking up, we get along. Yeah. What were you like as a teenager or like a kid? What do you mean? Like, I don't know, like, what kind of shit were you into when you were an adolescent? What's this got to do with witches? I don't know. You want to talk about witch stuff? Well, aren't your, <laughs> aren't your loyal witches going to turn off right now? I think that I think that you are entertaining enough to where they won't. They're, you're sure not, they're not going to, you know, we, they're going to be like, well, we got to get back to my spell right now. They got to go catch a newt. 
<laughs> Isn't that a lizard? Like yeah. a. Li- yeah, they always need an eye on newt. And all <laughs> I think this. it's like a slimy lizard. Yeah, well, I think a newt is a different. It, I think it's its own category. It's not necessarily a lizard. I think. Like a salamander or something. They're kind of slimy looking, and I mean they're cute, I guess. Do they have them in Kentucky? Newts? Yeah. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> yeah. You you as a teenager? Yeah. Ah, uh, you know, I was out there causing trouble and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. What kind of trouble, man? Oh, uh, you know, throwing snowballs at cars, stuff wow. like that. That's yeah. crazy. It was pretty balls out, huh? <laughs> uh, you know, breaking curfew. <laughs> that was always really scary, breaking curfew. Well, the city had a curfew. Yeah, that's what I mean, the city curfew. Yeah, my parents yeah. weren't. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you'd be like walking home, taking side streets and yeah. shit like that, you know? What time was curfew? It was 10 o'clock in Phoenix, if you were under 18. It was like 11 o'clock. What? Yeah. And it was in Kentucky, right? Yeah, yeah. But what? it was a small town, like 4,000 people. So, you know, the police they had a lot less ground to cover, you know? And there wasn't a ton of, there's not, there wasn't a ton of crime. It wasn't like there was a, like violent crime or anything. So, you know, you know, chasing teenagers or something for, you know, they would... They would chase you down and stuff like that. Yeah. Would they give you tickets? No, I think they'd just call your parents and they, uh, their parents would have to come get you and shit. Wow. Fucking fascists, man. Just let what? the kids be kids. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the kids don't want to be out of that late, you know. <laughs> I think in the summer it was different. I think it was like midnight in the summertime. Oh, that's nice. I can't remember. I think they, yeah, I think maybe it was midnight in the summer in Phoenix. I don't really, I don't know. Curfews, man. Yeah, curfew. What else? What else were you? What else were you into? Like, what was your shit? Because I was like super into punk rock and feminism. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I was in the, the, the rock and roll and uh, girls and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, going to the park, hanging out. We would. Uh, Walk around the town a lot. We did a lot of that. Uh, I know this is fascinating to people, right? It's okay, <laughs> I man. I played high school football. <gasps> you played football? Yeah, I was on the high school football team. Were you good? That was okay. I was a field goal kicker. What does that mean? I kicked the field goals, you know, and they kicked they kick the ball. This is, put... this is a good example of when someone talks to me about sports and I don't know what they're saying. Yeah, I mean, most of the time in football, it's, you know, you're not kicking it. But, uh, you know, you kick the extra point and... Uh, okay, so it's like... When, okay, so like the very beginning part. Yeah, when they kick it off and stuff like that, yeah. So what do you do after you kick the ball? And then you're, like, just chilling most of the game. You don't play that much. Well, <laughs> I, re- I realized early on, like, peewee football, I didn't like getting hit. I was like, this is bad. This doesn't feel good. And then maybe I made the right decision, you know, based on, like, people having all sorts of uh, injuries later in life that they had to deal with. Yeah, like concussions and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I, you know, I got hit. I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of this. Did you, were you, like, involved in, like, did you go to, like, dances and stuff? Yeah, I went to the snowball dance and um, the prom and there was the homecoming dance. Oh, my God. So cute. Did you take a different girl to each one, or did you have like a high school girlfriend? I didn't have a girlfriend until my senior year, so I, 
I would take different girls, you know, you'd get the corsage, all that sort of stuff, and Aww. dress up. That's so cute. Aww. You know, sometimes we'd rent a limo. Did you guys do that? No, I didn't. I only went to my senior prom. Because you were like, I'm fucking punk rock. That's exactly what it was. I ain't going to no dances. This is the f- bullshit. Yeah. I No, actually, you know what? That's not true. I went to, I went to homecoming and prom senior year. But yeah, no, that's pretty much what it was. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Yeah, I didn't shave my legs. What was I going to do? I'm fucking making a difference. <laughs> I, I did, man. I don't want pictures to look back later in life. <laughs> I do, you, do you regret that you didn't go to those dances? Or? No, I think I made the right choice. <laughs> I do have pictures. They're I mean, just... my school was very small. If you went to win, it would Oh, yeah. If you went to win, man, it would've, you would have been on the outs in terms of being cool. You know, there was really no... It was either you were cool or you weren't. There wasn't like sub clicks or, you know, micro clicks or, you know, when I watch high school movies, I'm like, well, we didn't really have any of that sort of stuff. It was either you were in or you were out. And uh, that was about it. Oh, wow. So I, I would have been out, I bet. <laughs> so but out. even the people who are out still got invited to the party. You know, weirdos were still invited to the party because they're <laughs> probably people using drugs. So, you know. But the weirdos had the drugs. That was usually a safe bet. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of crossover. You know, the, the guy that was the jock was also the guy with the weed. You know, it wasn't, there was a lot of crossover between, you know, you know when there's not a bunch of micro clicks, you know, you. You had to pick up the responsibility to be several different cliches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was like three kids that like punk rock in my school, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cute. You should look them up. So I can be friends with them. Yeah, they're probably doing better than most people. They, you know, they were smarter people. <laughs> I don't know, man. A lot of the punk rockers die too. Well, we didn't have, you know, yeah, you know, we didn't have those type of punk. I mean, punk rock wasn't as uh, prevalent when I was like a teenager. It was like I, I came of age like when Nirvana was like fucking blowing up. So it was really all that music kind of consumed the high school years, Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Grunge. Grunge, yes. That's a grunge. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was your shit. Yeah, yeah. Did you wear, like, the flannel? No, I never really wore flannel. I never really liked the way it felt, you know. I get, I can get that. I can get that. But it seems like it would be nice and warm and cozy in Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, it's that, you know, I just never wore flannel. It wasn't my jam. Was there any, like, was there any, like, spooky witch lady or anything? Like, a spooky witch lady house? Uh, no, I mean, there was like an old lady that was probably, you know, schizophrenic. They called her Crazy Ruth and like, <laughs> you know, people would shoot fireworks at her house and stuff. I, think. Oh. I don't know. She'd come out and like, yeah, if, you know, obviously if people were shooting fireworks at your house, you yeah. would yell, you know, <laughs> that doesn't make you crazy. You know? <laughs> but I think she was just, yeah, she was just. An old lady that was kind of weird, you know. She had like, she had this old Camaro, and then like, the roof had kind of rusted, so she put like a blue tarp on it, you know. So, she was just kind of a weird old lady, and yeah, people, you know, teenagers would, you know, shoot shoot fireworks at her house. Aw, weird old Ruth. 
That's. Yeah. I mean, did you ever shoot a firework at her house? No, but I was there when it happened. You, know? <laughs> you were was, a co-conspirator. I, I was an eyewitness to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guilty by association. Yeah, yeah. And then there was like some other old guy that people gave a hard time to. You know, it's a, you know. I look back in and out. I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. You know, it's but just whatever. I mean, you know, when you you're like, up. you know, a teenager, and you're like. These people are like old and like weird or just weirdos, you know, they probably, you know, probably have some, you know, something wrong mentally, but they're going to give you the reaction they're giving you as a teenager that's causing trouble. They're giving you a reaction that's exhilarating, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're that age and it's just like, what the fuck else? You're causing trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Trouble. You're causing trouble. You know, you're not like. I mean, you know, none of it's nice, but it's not like you're, like, stealing things or you're not in a gang or anything like that. <laughs> was but, there a gang? No, nah, it wasn't a gang, but, you know. Mm. What was the most trouble you ever gotten? Uh, there's a thing called Cabbage Night in my town. In some places, it's called Devil's Night. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's the night before Halloween. Okay. You know, some some parts of the country it's called Devil's Night. Some places it's called Cabbage Night. Some parts of the country they don't celebrate it. I didn't realize this until I moved away. I've never heard about this. This might be an East Coast thing. Yeah, it's a East. If you look it up, you can like. There's a Wikipedia entry on it, and like that, where I grew up, like it does mention that that's like it's called Cabbage Night in that subsection of. Okay. Yeah, but other, you know, other parts that you know in Detroit it's called Devil's Night. You know, where. It, Teenagers go and cause mischief. Okay. I think it is tied into Halloween somehow. You know, we're like, that's why it's trick or treat. So this is the night of tricking. Tr- tricking. So oh, yes. people would go and soak people's cars and toilet paper stuff and throw eggs at stuff. Uh huh. I mean, it's like insanity. Like in my town, it would just be like all the teenagers be like roaming the streets, like. Causing trouble like that, like on a real grand scale of like throwing eggs at people and shit like that, you know, <laughs> yeah. just like people, like adults just walking down the street getting fucking belted with eggs. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and they, uh, I I remember the, the year the year I got in trouble. I, I wasn't a party to this, but like there was like a group of teenagers at a corner, and this guy stopped at a stop sign. He's like. P- parked at a stop sign and this dude fucking took a fucking watermelon and bashed it on this dude's hood of his car and shit i was like this is fucking nuts and then the police like because they would like have extra police on call because they knew it was such like a fucking nuisance and like we everybody took off running even though we weren't like a part because we, we they were just like i think the curfew that night was like eight or something like that and we all took off running <laughs> and like I jumped a, we all, like, so many people were jumping a fence that the fucking fence <laughs> broke. It was like, you know, we would, like, get chased by the police and <laughs> jump fences. And and I ran down an alley with some of the older guys, and it, we got, like, trapped in a yard by the police on both sides. And then, uh, and then I, got, I, the, I got charged with criminal trespassing. And they already, a lot of people got picked up that night, and they, their parents just had to come and get them, but... I ended up getting charged because the guys I were with were over 18, and they I think they wanted to... 
Make an example. Make an example of them. So I ended up getting caught up in it just because I was just hiding in a yard. Just somebody's yard. Shit. But it was like third degree criminal trespassing, which then I did like a thing called diversion because I was a, you know, a minor. And then I had to do like uh, community service, like so many hours. And then the charges were dropped. How old were you? I think I was like 16. Okay. Uh, what was your community service? I had to go to the city building and like uh, count. I had to roll the change from the meters. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. And then, and then I had to like wash the police cars and stuff like that. Did the cops give you like? Did they fuck with you at all where you were? No, no. Like the police were actually much more lenient. The city building, and they were like really putting me to work and shit. Mm-hmm. And the police were like, when I went in there, like wash the car, they would just sign. I would do like an hour's worth of work and then they would sign it for eight hours. Oh. But the city was like really making me, really grinding me down. Yeah. They were really trying to get the full amount of time out of me. <laughs> they really wanted to punish you for your... Well, they were just trying to get some free labor, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, nobody wants to roll those quarters and pennies. It's <laughs> a lot of fucking pennies from uh, I think they meters. have machines for that now. But what are they going to make the kids do? If they use the machines. Yeah, yeah, well, they make them pick up trash or whatever the fuck, mm. you know, wash more police cars. And <laughs> <laughs> why do they call it Cabbage Night? I don't know why it's called Cabbage Night. Maybe I, it probably has something to do with people throwing cabbage or something like that. Or, <laughs> or fucking watermelons. Watermelon well, night. Probably, you, know, it's, you know, it's an old term. I, it's weird. It's like they call it Cabbage Night in like northern Kentucky and in a couple other parts of north the northeast. And yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't know about this witch. I don't know about Cabbage Night, man. Well, because or Devil's Night or any of that. Yeah, well, Devil's Night. That's interesting. That sounds cool. I think it's the same premise, though. <laughs> I mean, I think in Detroit, like Devil's Night's like way more violent. Like it used to be, like people they'd be setting shit on fire well, and Detroit. stuff. Detroit. Yeah, yeah. They're rowdy, rowdy folk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the reason I don't know about it is because the witches are just like getting all their shit together for their. For their salmon ceremonies. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely more of a boys' activity causing causing uh, trouble and nuisance, uh, you know. <laughs> well, I'm always down to cause trouble with the boys. That's never been a barrier. I think it's just too, I'm too busy rubbing essential oils on my candles. Right, right. You know, right. <laughs> meditating in the bathtub. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it's it. I think there's something you know, you know, teenage boys like to be chased by the police. There's something about the pursuit and all that. Anyway. I did like, yeah, I did like, I did like trouble when I was a teenager. Lots of trouble. Um, Toil and trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Which. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, reference, man. Yeah, I'm up on the witch lingo. You're up on the witch lingo. What other witch lingo do you know? I don't know. <laughs> Cauldron. Cauldron. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. A friend of the witches. I was watching some shows. It was about why the, the where the witch hat came from, and it was like something about you know people that would like brewmasters or, or like women that like brewed. And they had like a certain hat, and that's kind of where the idea of this witch hat came from. Really. Yeah. I didn't know that. It was on uh, food or fiction. I can't remember if it was the, the fiction, though, or not. <laughs> I was just watching it in the hotel room. There's, I was like, ooh. This is very informative. I was like, witches. <laughs> <laughs> 
stay a little interested if you're watching the the food or fiction special on witch hats. Well, you know, they just it was a segment. You know, there's different segments. <laughs> hmm. Have you ever had anything spooky happen to you? Oh no, not really. No, nothing. No, 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 no. No. Do you think this house could be haunted? No, probably not. I mean, when I was a kid, my dad, he would tell me, like, ghost stories and stuff like that. But then I uh, I thought that the house was haunted. And he was like, this house ain't fucking haunted, you know? <laughs> so I was like, I guess you're right. <laughs> he told you ghost stories, but then I was like, this isn't haunted. Well, yeah, he told a story. He he. he he, you know, he said that there was a clock tower in the high in the high school. I mean, maybe there was a clock at one point. <laughs> and uh, he was like, he's like, you know why they got rid of the clock? Is a guy, he got his arm caught in the gears and it ripped his uh, ripped his arm off and the bones stopped the gears. Ooh, that is the. How old were you when your dad was telling you this horrible? Oh, I think I was in third grade when he told me that. That's so cute. I think that builds character. Honestly, I, I think it, I think it terrified one of my friends because he told my friend that. <laughs> I think children need to be terrified more. I guess so. I mean, when my he showed, I think he showed my sister the movie Leprechaun when she was too young, and you know, as an adult, you're like, this is cheesy, but Leprechaun is kind of scary if you're like a little kid, right? And the only way to defeat the Leprechaun was you had to throw your shoes at him because you'd have to shine your shoes. That was his uh, weakness. Mm. And my dad's birthday is on St. Patrick's Day, and like, and my I remember one year my sister she was a kid. She's like, "We gotta get all the shoes and put them by the front door. What if the leprechaun comes?" Oh, because <laughs> I think my dad was like, "The leprechaun's coming." <laughs> That's really cute. <laughs> I think it was terrifying for my sister. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, actually, like. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's cute when people are scared, but we don't need to unpack that. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they say if you have a lot of anxiety, you should watch a scary movie because then it gives your anxiety something to latch onto. I think they said that about exercise too. Well, because, you know, a lot of the re- reasons we, we get anxious and we can't turn it off is because it's like there's not really a lot of threats to us now as in the modern world as when we were you know in you know out in the wild essentially right you know you would have the flight or flight instinct kick in is because there was like a fucking bear or something or you know so you know once the threat was gone the anxiety would go away but now you know you just get anxious and your your brain's like well why are we anxious why are we anxious you know it's mm. like there's not there's like there's no like why we, you know, there's no like threat, like, you know, like, like a physical threat to us. Right. There's not like danger to your. It's like, like existential threat. You know, it's like. Yeah. Total existential threats. It's like, what's going to happen to my career? And you're like, but your, your animal brain's like, what does that mean? You know, <laughs> what is career? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. What would you do if, for your career if you weren't doing comedy? Oh, I don't know. I'd spend a lot of time thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, right. If I could find something else, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, witches. 
I know when I'm not thinking about comedy, I'm thinking about my job as a psychic and a healer, and I wanted to offer you wonderful Witch Doctorate listeners a $30 special throughout the month of April. I will give you a reading for $30. Go ahead and message me to find out how and to schedule one for you. Now, get back to class. Like a witch cackle? <laughs> you want me to insert a witch cackle? Do you have a witch cackle? No, you're the witch. Yeah. You don't have a witch cackle? Maybe. Come on, the people want it. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I don't. Come on, people driving, they're on, they're on the 101, they're on the 405. <laughs> there you go. See, people probably think that was a sound effect. It was real. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that it sounded sound effect. I, I didn't even think it was real. I, <laughs> I thought I was like, "Where's that coming from?" I actually just have a sound box that I carry at all times too. She's not. She that's her mouth. She <laughs> made that with her noise maker. With my noise maker, that's not an electronic. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Is there fellas out there that have witch fetish? Oh God, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dudes call me mistress a lot. Like. Like dudes that I'm just like friendly with call me dark mistress, and I've I've played into it because you know, why wouldn't I want to be a dark mistress? But I think it's yeah, like well the thing is I think are they saying it like they're not saying it like they're saying it in a way that where like when people are calling you the witch they're like oh there's the wit you know where they're like uh, you know <laughs> not you know they're kind of fucking with you like uh yeah no in pu- <laughs> in public they all call me the witch and then the, then there's like the people that message me and they're like hello dark mistress <laughs> and are they being like for for serious no it's people that i'm friends with but i think it's a little bit of a fetish but i've i mean i've always thought that like the jocks and like the real straight laced dudes always had a thing for the weird girls like the goth chicks yeah, probably, you know. You know, I... You know, there's always, like, the, you know, it used to be, like, in, uh, in the 90s, it was, like, uh, in the not not goth, necessarily, but, like, you know, the Janine Garofalo type, you know? Yeah. And then uh, and then I think late now it's like Aubrey Plaza. She's kind of the same sort of. She's spooky. Well, just kind of like whatever her vibe is, you know? Stoic. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, when you meet those women in real life, you're like, this is like a lot of trouble <laughs> <laughs> a lot of trouble in what ways are they trouble though i think yeah they just are <laughs> okay good I, I think people should be you know the thing is it's like i'm all for people to have opinions and uh you know and, and express themselves and you know they, uh, people need to shake things up but yeah. but on uh, on an interpersonal relationship, sometimes that isn't the, the most conducive to friendship. Because <laughs> witches be crazy. Well, not witches, but you know, <laughs> you know, people be crazy. Yeah, well, you know, or like people are like. Sometimes I think people are like so uh, opinionated or so sensitive that you say, you know, I'm just kind of like out there saying whatever the fuck and you know people get all bent out of shape and you know yeah. 
And you're like, well, I guess, you know. I'm not into that. I think if you can't, I mean, maybe that's like the comedian mindset. I was, when I was, I was in, in Phoenix, it was like, I was walking and this, this was like a, a guy comedian. Mm-hmm. And we were like walking and I was like, that's an attractive lady. That's all I said. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, she's a person too. That's what he said. <laughs> and I was like, there's a part of me that's like, come on, man. What the? I, I always called him a bitch. For, I was just, <laughs> but I was like, I get you're like a sensitive fella. It wasn't even like, if I would have been like, it wasn't even like, uh, I wasn't like, yo, look at that lady's hat. You know, it wasn't <laughs> like, I was just, you know, it's like two guys. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's the end of the world to bring up that somebody's attractive. You know, it's just a way to like. He's in a serious feminist cuckold. <laughs> I felt like I was like, I was like, so he can't like, I, I felt like he ruined the moment of like, let's appreciate a beautiful woman. Yeah. <laughs> Made you feel weird about it. Yeah. Or tried to. I don't think he succeeded. He didn't. I mean, a little. I mean, it, it bothered me so much that I brought it up, you know, but I was just like. All right, man. You know, like, what the fuck? Well, I think you're right. He he is a bitch. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, that That makes me suspect of, you, you know, you. Kind of. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like it's... I, I, I don't think you people are walking around like, I see every person as a person. People, that's not the way people work. <laughs> I right? don't even think every person is a person. I think some are aliens and some are robots. Well, of course you do. But <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're a witch. Right. They won't let you be one otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do that, does that make sense, you know? Which part? Well, what my point was or whatever. I think some people just be bitches. I think people yeah, I think people just be bitches too. Some people just be bitches. Yeah, with that whole like people are too sensitive or too like touchy about their like belief systems or whatever yeah i mean i think i mean for me i like to be able to make fun of everything you know me too now you know there's some you know you go to open mic and then you see guy you see all sorts of terrible stuff and then people say stuff that's like just gross and like a you know i mean the I think you should be able to joke about anything, but I feel like there's certain topics that become higher and higher up in terms of the skill level that you talk about. You know what I mean? Like in what sense? Or like, what an example. That was kind of... What an example. (laughs) Uh, You know, if you're like a white comedian and you're going to make fun of like, you know, other races or something like that. Oh, Oh my God! But I think I don't think it, that you couldn't do it. I think that you would have to be really skilled. You'd have it's like a master class sort of thing. You know what I mean? I, I, the, I think people should. You know, I think people should be able to joke about anything. I uh, do, but, but you know, but there's so many comedians that don't have the skill set that are like. I'm going to try to take on this edgy thing. And you're like, oh, woof. You know what I mean? Woof. Total woof. You know, so then it, it kind of ruins it forever. Well, you know, it just gives people the wrong, you know. Then people are like on Facebook, like, I can't believe this person said this on stage. You're like, well, I can because that person doesn't, 
It's like if you went to an auto parts store and like the person who was working on your car never worked on a car before. You're like, I can't believe the <laughs> wheel on my car fell off. And I'm like, I could because that guy didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. There's so many people that don't know what they're doing. Uh, I When I first came to L.A. and I was just kind of like looking for way, like ways to just be involved in the art scene, I like answered this random ad on Craigslist where this girl was like up and coming like comedy podcast which should have been like my first warning but you know I wanted to collaborate and meet people and so I met this girl and I did an interview for her podcast and she was like oh I'm like two months into comedy and I'm like oh what's like what do you you know what's your style which is not a great question I don't really like that question but you know whatever we're talking and she was like I really like to make jokes about how Asians aren't good drivers and just like really, really trying to offend people when I'm on stage. And I'm like, so you're going on stage and you're trying to alienate people. And she's like, yeah, but people are just getting pissed off at me. And like, I just want to piss them off more. And I'm like, you're not being a comedian. Yeah. I mean, your, your main job is to make people laugh uh and somehow bring people Together? I don't know. That seems a little cheesy, but I think... Or like joy or some sort of happiness. Yeah, your joy, your job is to entertain. You're an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want to go... Like, I I never... You know, I don't ever like, I'm going to try to go offend people. Yeah, she was really... I don't know. I, it was it's weird. like, why? <laughs> I know, yeah. But she, I, mean, I mean, if you talk about the truth, you might offend people, you know, <laughs> if, if you get up there and tell them the truth about the, you know, politics or the truth to you or you call out, you know, you know, you you uh, point out the hypocrisy of religion or or government or big business or, you know, all sorts of stuff or guns, mm-hmm. you know, it's you might offend people, but. I don't think when people do that, that's not their intention. Their intention is to speak truth to power and be like, this is uh, this is what I have to say. Not like, I want to go make people mad, you know? Yeah. Because if, if that's your intention, you'll never be funny. Right, yeah. Your intention should be like, I want to... I want to say some funny things, and then maybe there'll be some sort of message in it, you know? Right. But you got to be funny if you're so many people. There's other people that are just like, "Here's the message," and then I'm like, "That's great," but I didn't laugh once, you know. And then people are clapping, but it's like your job is to be funny, even even if you're good at conveying the message, you forgot the fucking funny part. So yeah, yeah. No, she was like, I think she, I don't know, I, I you know, she, and she was not. And I'm sure in a, if she sticks with it in a couple of years, she'll be like embarrassed that she ever thought that, or 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 yeah. She ba- she was like backpedaling a little bit when I was like, well, you know, maybe don't try and alienate yourself from your audience because just make learn how to make people <laughs> laugh first before you try to fucking piss them off. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it's like. No, my, uh, you know, where, where, where's your market? You know, you're still selling drinks to people. Yeah, you, you gotta sell tickets if you ever want to become a good comedian. You know, if you're like making everybody leave, it's not like. Maybe she could like do clan rally comedy. Maybe she would be alt right comedian, I guess. <laughs> That'll be her niche. Was she good looking? Mm. Not really. Not that it matters. She was fine. She was a weird girl. I don't know. I don't want to get too into it, and I don't like to critique <laughs> other women's like appearance too much. But 
I, the only reason I bring it up is like, it, I mean, if she was really attractive, she probably could get away with it more than that's, mm. that's just the that's just the reality of things. That is the reality of things. You can get away with more. Attractive people, men and women, can get away with more. You know, they've done studies. We've seen. Yeah, you know, we walked around the the earth and looked at, observed things. <laughs> yeah, <know>? totally, <laughs> totally observed the shit out of things and walked around the earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You got any more questions you want to ask? I'm trying to think of what they might You're not going to cast a spell on me or anything, are you? I wouldn't cast a spell unless you asked me to. Oh, that's, you You don't, uh, there's no, uh, 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 what's, uh, unwanted spells. I don't cast spells on, okay, well, sometimes I'll like, I'll go and balance people's energy or like I'll like clear other people's auras or something. Yeah. Well, that's how I learned. How to do my weird stuff. Can you just stuff. see people's auras? Um, I can see people's auras sometimes, like if I look for them. Um, I'd say yours might be like orange. I'd say you'd what have, does that mean? Um, well, it's orange is a sexual color, um, but it also has to do with security and friendship. So like you're a friendly sexual dude. <laughs> well, I mean, I can say that about a lot of people. <laughs> But the thing is, people's auras aren't consistent. Like, they change depending on their moods. Um, but, I mean, orange is really, it's really, oh, you know what? And it's also about creativity because sexuality leads to creativity. So that's actually a really nice color for your aura to be because that means you're a creative person and you totally are. So there you go. Oh, all right. That makes sense. I'll buy it. I want to know what's going to happen with Bro House Mysteries. Well, it, depending on where we live, we might keep making them, you know. Yeah, cause you're, cause we're at the bro house. I guess people who are hearing this won't know we're at the bro house. It's fucking, what five comedian dudes? Yeah, it's five comedians and living in a house in West LA, and uh, yeah, we, you know, there's been a bunch of different comedians that lived here, and we, we've had a bunch of parties, and people have come by and drank beers on the porch. It's just been kind of a place of. Uh, you know, community, a lot of wayward bros, guys getting dumped, and they wash up on our couch and shit <laughs> like that, you know, and all of a sudden they're here for a year, and <laughs> people coming in from out of town, sleeping on the couch, hanging out, you know, so there's been a lot of good memories here, you know. And it's being bro-dosed. Yeah, you know, that white on white gentrification <laughs> yeah yeah total gentrification that sucks dude having to move out of your place though that's rough yeah yeah i mean it's not the best you know but i guess it's you know everything changes at some point you know do you think it's hard to live with so many comedians uh no well because a lot of us have traveled so, you know, it's like, a, you know, people be, I'll be gone for a couple of weeks or other people be gone, you know? Yeah. So you're like, you're like, you know, as soon as you're like, man, the fuck this guy, he's just gone. And then you're like, man, when's that guy getting back? You know, <laughs> let's go get some Margs, you know, margaritas. Mar okay. I was, I'm a, thanks for clarifying. They have a good happy hour at this place called K and Dave's that we can walk to. It's like $4 margaritas. It's fucking tight. You just try and find a living situation in the area so you don't have to miss out. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to stay on this side of town. You're, you know, we don't want to go too far east or uh, I don't want to go to the valley. No offense. It's too hot over there. It is fucking hot. I mean, you could tell it's like cold here. It probably wasn't as cold over there. 
It'll be like a 15 degree difference between here and there. Yeah, no, it's It's nuts. crazy. Like there's been times where I've like had a jacket on when I've left here and then I got over there and be like sweating and I'm like, oh God, man, it's hot. Yeah. So was, like mm-hmm. that, that's like a, that's why I want to stay over here. And also like just flying, it's easier to fly out of LAX. I mean, you can fly out of Burbank. It's close to where you live, but it is a lot more expensive than the Los Angeles airport. But yeah. you don't even need to fly because you got a broom, right? I got a, oh, 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 actually, I teleport, you know. Uh, the oh, al- I didn't know that. The aliens taught me. The aliens taught you? The aliens taught me. Are you astral projecting? I astral project sometimes. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. a hard night. After a hard night. <laughs> after... After a hard night, I don't know. Well, that's kind of just passing out and going to sleep. But I think sleeping is the same as astral projection in a lot of ways. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever tried doing any weird meditation or astral projection stuff? I've meditated before, but I just, you know, just do the basic meditating. What is basic meditating? You know, just kind of... Clearing your mind. Clearing your mind. Yeah, but you go somewhere when you clear your mind like that. Like you have crazy thoughts or like you have crazy like... I don't know, like think, like your body feels different. Yeah, I mean, they've done studies on the brain that, you know, people that meditate, it increases brain activity and parts of your brain, uh, you know, start lighting up more and stuff like that. You know, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Some shit. <laughs> that's I mean, that's actually how I feel about it, too. Even though I take it very seriously, like whatever the fuck. Some shit. I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely noticed when I've meditated in the past that I do... It definitely helps my anxiety and stuff like that, and I feel uh, more focused. Yeah, I've re- I actually like heard a heard I was I heard it on a podcast called Science Versus though they were doing like an episode about meditation. They said that sometimes people get too wrapped up in their meditation and it gives them anxiety. Yeah, I think if you meditate, I've found that if I do it for too long, like if it. If I meditated for like 15 or 20 minutes, it would make me much more anxious. But if I do it for like five, it's fine. Right. And I know, you know, I don't notice the benefit right away, but it'll be like later at night when I'm like on stage or something and I feel more confident and relaxed on stage and stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I notice a difference too because sometimes when I go on stage, it's like I black out. Uh, that's weird. Well, no, I mean, it's not It's not like I black out, but it's like when I get off, I'm like, I don't remember anything about what just happened. Uh, that seems odd. <laughs> really? You don't ever, you don't ever like do a set and then be like, I don't really know what the fuck I just said. Nah, I'm pretty present when I'm on stage. So okay. I think, I don't know. I mean, that's... I mean, sometimes there's like a disconnect, you know, that's why you bomb. Or like there's some sort of thing that's not connecting, but... Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily bombing. I just, I don't know. I think, I don't, we don't need to figure it's it out. It's all right. You, you're you blacking out on stage. <laughs> you go into some witch-like trance. I, yeah, it might be. It might be a trance just like the others coming through. It's not even my comedy. It's just fucking ghosts right, taking right. over. They get living there. It's failed comedians using me as a conduit to uh, try and make it happen this time. Oh, man. That's a lot of voices in your head. <laughs> Uh, do you ever have like, do you have, do you have more than one voice in your head or like characters in your mind? Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) You just said that like, oh no, sweetie. (laughs) 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 
I mean, you know, it's fine. Or like I, a I don't want people to shoot fireworks at you later in life. <laughs> they might. I see, I see like the homeless, like the crazy ladies on the street that are like yelling at stop signs. And I'm like, dude, that might be you. That might be fucking you one day. Yeah, but you don't seem to have, you seem to be all right. Yeah, it's just weird. It's like, I mean, you know, I guess, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. But what about, okay, so, but in your mind, do you ever like, so you just you just talk like this to yourself, you don't like weigh things, but with like different affectations of your voice. No. Really. <laughs> oh, I know I'm not the best in improv. Should I said yes and just played along? <laughs> I know. <laughs> What's the? I, no, that's fine. I'm just curious. Now I'm figuring out things about me too. What are you figuring out? I don't know. It's gone to a place that's uncontainable. Well, you know, I can recommend a therapist if you need it. <laughs> mm, I'll go to a crystal healer. <laughs> yes, you should go to somebody that went to an online college and got a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know, psychology is all just theory, and so it's like astrology. All right. I picked I up that. From who? A Scientologist tell you that? <laughs> Uh, no, another astrologer, <laughs> an astrologer that was actually on the podcast. He said astrology is like, um, psycho- it's like psychology, but psychology is just theory. And, and, and astronomy is fact? No. <laughs> I mean, but it's got scientific method to it. What? Astrology. How? Because it's all... Um, it's all like mapped out in different degrees and like the way that the wheel is formed, like I think it's 33 degrees. Every sign is in 33 degrees. So then you like calculate where each planet is. Like it's like, it like maps out where all the planets were. And it's kind of actually how, I mean, studying where the stars are is kind of how like the mind calendar was formed. So it's mathematical in that way. Okay. But then you're you're like assigning personality traits and stuff like that. Based on, yeah, like there's some sort of, the stars are our gods and they're predetermining our behavior. Yeah, well, I don't know. It depends on how you want to look at it. I mean, like I'm not. I mean, I think astrology is always written in a way that's vague enough that everybody's like, ooh, I can see that I'm like that, you know? Yeah, but then that's when you get into like charts. When you like look it up, look shit up by your birth time and stuff, then it gets more specific. I should have done your chart. You should have. I can still do it. When? When? Yeah. Um, You'll have to resend me your birth time. I know you sent it to me a long time ago. When I was like first learning, but I yeah, I mean that's a request I get all the time from for women. your birth time. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, when were you born? Has time? It, <laughs> does it, am I the only person that's ever asked you that? Nah, I think probably the spiritual healer girl. She probably asked me. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, so then you may have had like some astrology stuff in your past, but I mean. That's another thing about... Okay, so you... I mean, do you know much about what it means to be a Scorpio? Or, like, have you read up on it at all? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You know, it's not something I give a shit about. Right. That's true. That's true. Scorpios are elusive. They like privacy. They're the most sexual sign. Yes, I know that. I'm aware of that. (laughs) With your orange aura. The orange aura. With your orange aura. 
But I think, you know, if people believe in astrology or it's fun for them, that's fine. It's just not for uh, me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, it's like what you're saying when people need to fill their God-sized hole or whatever, their God hole. You got to fill your God hole. What so, do you fill your God hole with? Uh, you know, Mountain Dew and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Class. Yeah, classy. Classy. But you're not drinking Mountain Dew. You're drinking Diet Coke. Yeah, that's a very a good point. So, Diet Coke and cookies. I'm just bringing you all the treats, Dave. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta fill it with something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever makes you feel good, man. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything that you want to plug or any last thoughts? I just think that, you know, I'm, I'm pro-witch, even though I don't <laughs> believe in witches. You seemed really uncomfortable when I was talking about the different voices in my head. <laughs> well, I think that schizophrenia is a problem that affects a lot of people. And I, I hope that if it affects you, that you get the help that you need. Hey, man, if I'm schizophrenic, the voices in my head can tell the future and they can tell people really personal things about how they are. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like something somebody that was schizophrenic might think (laughs) (laughs) so i'm just being like i'm like i'm just getting confirmation from the people that get readings from me but really they're feeding like this crazy i do i do consider that but you know it's good that you have an outlet for it yeah (laughs) yeah i don't need drugs for my schizophrenia i just need a place to do psychic readings from yeah or paranoid delusions (laughs) you know it's all right you know you seem to have you have a job you you make you know (laughs) You live indoors, so things are going okay. You can, you know. That's what I tell myself, actually. Yeah, or or Susan, the other voice in your head tells you. <laughs> oh my god, did you say Susan? Yeah. <laughs> That's my middle name, Dave. Is it really? You're psychic too. Oh man, well, it's kind of a basic bitch name. Let's be honest. <laughs> I got a basic bitch middle name. What's your middle name? It's not basic. <laughs> <laughs> Is it bitch? <laughs> no. <laughs> What is it? Uh, I gotta bring it up on a podcast. Uh, will you tell me after? Sure. Okay, cool. All right. Do you got anything you want to plug, dude? Uh, just that you know, uh, my Instagram. It's Dave Wait Comedy. Mm-hmm. And you know, I make videos and put them on there, so that's that's a good place to find me. I want to pander to the witches that Dave is incredibly funny. Yeah. I I respect you very much as a comedian. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, you if you're like a single witch lady, you, I could be your grounding mat. <laughs> oh my god, you just melted so many hearts. You're gonna get new Instagram follows, I bet. You know where you know you you don't need after a, a week of uh, a witch retreat. You know I can bring you back to earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, witch retreats are like going to space and earth at the same time, so. Yeah, but you know, it's probably also like like a hotel in like San Diego where there's like a conference for witches or something. <laughs> I want to go to that conference. I'm gonna I'm gonna run that conference. I what think was, I think they probably get lumped in like a paranormal conference, right? Yeah, I think there was something like that here that pretty recently. What would you do? How would you be a grounding map? I'd just be like, oh, that's nice, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Real, I'm gonna, I'll scan through all my single witch friends as soon as I've accumulated more friendships. And you know, I'll... <laughs> they, yeah, they'd send me a picture like, I'm going to buy this crystal for $150. And I'd be like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. 
keep keep your finances in in check. Make sure you're responsible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, we, maybe we do some, uh, you know, have a nice <laughs> dinner or something. <laughs> you know, just do something a little bit more fun than have a rock. <laughs> hey, man, it's fun to have rocks. Do you have any rocks? Have you ever? Do you have no, any rocks? No, no, no. I try to keep rocks outside. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good plan. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dave. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of Witch Doctorate. That was the hilarious Dave Waite. And I mean, he is fucking hilarious. If you get a chance to catch him live, do it. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to fess up to something, uh, or make a correction because I say in this episode that I don't cast spells on people and that's not completely true because I have been known to banish people from time to time, not in like a mean way of like in a just, you know, go away type of way, you know, as banishments work. Anyway, you can find me online, reneewattentertainment.com or witchdoctorate.com. And on Instagram, my personal is at Rainbow Glitter Star and at Witch Doctorate for the spellcast. Please rate and review on iTunes. It would make me so happy. And I will catch y'all on Sunday for the Scorpio Lab. In the meantime, I hope you have a delightful weekend and love the ones you're with. Class dismissed.